You're listening to a Homeboy 88 production. You have now tuned in to the PWD Pro Wrestling Dungeon with Tuttle and Homeboy 88. Welcome, everybody, to uh, WESN. We are the Pro Wrestling Dungeon. I am Tuttles, and this is my partner and friend, Homeboy88. PWD, Pro Wrestling Dungeon, right, Tuttles? Yes, sir. I got the dungeon because of the Heart Dungeon up here in Canada, where a lot of pro wrestlers had their uh, start, if you don't know anything about wrestling history. Bret Hart's father, Stu, was a professional wrestling instructor, basically, I guess you would say. Who yeah. like to torture the fuck out of people, so they call it dungeon <laughs> because of all the screaming. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucked up, man. So you'd go to the school, and it'd be in his basement, and uh, he would be like, hey, let me put a hold on you and fucking just work you, bro. Like, make you scream. And there's audio clips of that shit. Yeah, twist Jeez. you up like a pretzel. <laughs> yeah, not cool, well, man. If I pay you a thousand bucks, I just don't want you to hurt me. Show me something, motherfucker. Know yeah. There was the funny story of uh, the honky tonk man when he went up to Calgary to do that area. Mm-hmm. And Stu kept inviting him in the basement. Honky tonk man wouldn't go down. Really? <laughs> yeah. He was tough? Or he, he, he uh, refused? He refused. He, he refused to go down. He's like, man, Stu Hart was just so touchy-feely, handy-grabby, and I'd heard about the dungeon before, so I refused to go down to the dungeon any time he invited me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. So, yeah. tell everybody what's the show about today, the PWD, bro. Uh, today on the Pro Wrestling Dungeon, we're going to do our Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, which That's would be our top four of all-time favorite wrestlers who we would put at the top of Mount Rushmore. And today, once um, his upside-down ass gets on air, we're going to have our friend Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy T from Australia, way down under and always late. Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the DJ Mass Effect. He always likes to take a shower before he hops on, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck's that about. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that about? You know what I'm saying? Well, it's hot in Australia, it's eh? Audio. I, I can't do an Australian accent. Every every sentence sounds like it's ending with a question. (laughs) Jimmy G, did you mess up it to be specific? Yeah, absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. But uh, yeah, as soon as DJ Mass Effect join us, we'll be counting down our our top four favorite wrestlers each, and I'm sure it'll turn into a war. This is technically my first podcast with DJ Mass Effects in over a year. So we'll see if we're still friends again after the last defriending after the end of this episode. <laughs> no, I'm sure you guys will, man. We're we're squashing everything. We're going to promote everybody. So We're in a high-stress work environment at that time. Yes. And different things can be misconstrued in different ways. And when Jimmy comes on here, I'm going to have some apologies and some love. And we'll go from there. But uh, why don't we start off the show with our sponsor, Hulk Hogan Hot Dogs. All right. Um, before we, oh shit! <laughs> Aha! No, no, no! I got it, man. Uh, I just got to move <laughs> stuff around. You know, it's like the Wizard of Oz over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fucking, you gotta be on your game. Sure, you want the Hulk Hogan uh, 
You want to uh, pay the sponsors? Where the fuck? Here it is. Somebody's got to pay the bills because I sure as fuck can't. Oh, brothers, it's Hulk Hogan, and I'm promoting Hulk Hogan Real American Hot Dogs, dude. They come in a red and yellow package, rippable package. You rip it open like I ripped the Hulkamania shirt back in the days when I was jacked and stacked, brother. Cook them, cook them in a pan, microwave them, hell. Cook them on a grill like I was gassed to the gills back in the day, dude. And you know what? Hulk Hogan also comes with the red and yellow catcher, brother. So squirt that shit on them, brother. They come in a 24-pack like they have the 24-inch pythons, dude. Wash it down with some Hulk Hogan sweet ice tea. Cause I'm just too sweet. What you gonna do when Hulk Hogan real American hot dogs run wild on you, brother? Found in all grocery stores, you know, Lucky's, Bones, Albertsons, fucking even Stater Brothers, all across the nation, even in Canada. I don't know what you guys got up there. I don't know what it's fucking called. You got it in Target. You got it in fucking uh, everywhere but Walmart, right? Tim? Tuttle? <laughs> I love that commercial. Fuck Walmart. <laughs> Yeah, man. I listen. Uh, we're we're not gonna go into why I always say that about Walmart, but I do shop at Target. I've always shopped at Target. I love it. I try to stay away from Walmart as much as I can. Listen, if you shop at Walmart, that's on you, bro. But fuck, I've seen some I, shit at Walmart. I don't want to go back there. If I can just shop at Target and other stores, I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm sorry. Well, when we had Target up here in Canada, I actually quite liked it, but um, it didn't last here longer than two years because people didn't like the self-checkout systems and everything. Yeah. So they refused to to do it. People people from Walmart think it's hoity-toity. They call it Target, bro. Target. You know? Hey, speaking of a subject change, did you ever see that TV TV show uh, Superstar? Superstar? Yeah. No. Uh Uh-uh. It's like uh, a spoof of a bunch of Walmart employees and they're just, you know, funniness happens and stuff like that. But that's a different story for a different day. So while we're still waiting on Mr. Jimmy T, what would we like to crack into first? You know what? I I think before we get into like all in all, like the best of the best, I Mm -hmm. think, um, and we're talking about Hulk Hogan, bro. I think yeah. we should go Mount Rushmore only for the WWF, you know, slash WWE. And I got my four right here for that. If you want well, to pretty it. much, pretty much my four for all of them would mostly Jesus. three out of four are WWE guys anyways. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, crawl the lock, man. Number one, you got to put them on here for WWF. Do you have them on your list? If you have them on your list, we don't have to play it twice. You know. He just did the fucking hot dog commercial. I think you have him on your list. So do I. It's the, uh, what the fuck just happened? The immortal Hulk Hogan. Yeah, son of a bitch. Here he is. I am a real American. Man, listen, it's, I do a little bit. Well, I'm Hulk Hogan, brother, and I gotta say, you gotta put me on the Mount Rushmore of everybody fucking list, dude. 
You know what I'm saying, Tuttles? Right? Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, you got you got to put that motherfucker on uh, on the Mount Rushmore for the Dutch, for at least the WWF. The guy without Hulk Hogan, man. You know, I and obviously in Vince McMahon, what a combo! Without Hulk Hogan, you don't have what you have today. For some fucking reason, Hulk Hogan resonated with the kids, with the fans, with the world, bro. I know he was in the Rocky movie and everything that helped out too. Even though Vince McMahon fired his ass or told him, "If you do that movie, I'm gonna fire you." Vince McMahon's senior, not junior. Yeah, well, yeah, Vincent Kennedy, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, right? Yeah, on my list, I have Hulk Hogan as an honorable mention because uh, he's not actually on my Mount Rushmore. But on any day of the week, it can wow. flip between my number three versus Hulk Hogan. Wow. Because in my opinion, wow. if it wasn't for my number three on my list, Hulk Hogan wouldn't have been over. That's insane to me, dude. All right. So well, in history, there's two people that put Hulk Hogan over. There was Andre the Giant, and then there was the Iron Sheik. The Iron Sheik is okay. not on my list. But he was but fucking... Andre the Giant is. Even our homeboy Spiro said, Hulk Hogan was fucking over, like over. <laughs> like yeah, but... he, I like when he said that. Yeah, but Dude. you're not over till somebody puts you over. And who put him over? Uh, but he was over for like years, bro. Okay. Yeah, I know. So I like the UFC right now and i yep. love the big events and i love the main events this motherfucker was heading headlining all those main events and people were paying good pay-per-view money to watch this fucking guy to go to the arena fill it up i mean it was fucking on fire because of hulk hogan you can say what you want about him terry balea as a person and the, and the back uh background politics that he played and shit doesn't work for me, brother. All that bullshit. I mean, he's on my list. And since he doesn't have a fucking theme song, number two for me for WWF, I got to put Bruno San Martino, bro. Yeah. Bruno's there for sure on an honorable mention list for me because <laughs> my my list is based on my era, basically. Like what I've grown okay. up with and experienced over the last like 35 years watching wrestling. Yeah. So... Even though Bruno San Martino was like the king, and he did represent a lot and do a lot up in yeah. Canada as well, he uh, he's just not on my list just because he wasn't my era. Now, if we were to do like an all-time list for like people who've made a difference in the business, yeah. he would more than likely be on that list. But this is just my my fanboy list of uh, favorite moments and people over my lifespan, basically. Oh uh, well, I'm well. Listen. I know the history of Bruno, Bruno San Martino, and if you ever have time on YouTube or whatever, check it out because this fucking guy, I think for 10 years, I shouldn't say 10 years, he had the belt for a long time. I don't know how many years. And he was selling out Madison Square Garden for the WWF for Vincent McMahon Sr. And I mean, he was the attraction. He was the attraction. Afterwards, it was Bob Backlund, yes. But it was Bruno San Martino that put the WWWF on the fucking map for the longest time. 
filling up that arena. It became, you know, the WWF's arena was Madison, Madison, the square garden, the Machia the arena, as the Iron Sheik says. <laughs> and I love his story, dude. I heard a podcast with him and he talked about uh, growing up in Italy during World War II and going up in the mountain and hiding out from, uh, from the Germans. It's pretty fucking cool. But, uh, you know, uh, I put him up there. So, Hulk Hogan number fuck, give me your two then for WWF, bro. <laughs> give me two from WWF? Yeah. Okay, well the number one on my list is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh shit, dog. Are you serious? Hell yeah, I'm Canadian, bro. This guy, huh? Coming in, weighing in at 250 pounds, the pink and black attack. Here he is, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, Brett the Hitman Hall. Man, guess what? Guess what, Tuttles? He's on my WWF Mount Rushmore, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't deny it, man. The Bret Hart for the WWF, like in that transition period, but just all in all, what a fucking fantastic wrestler. What a performer. The guy was the excellence of execution. He made everything look great, man. I don't know. Uh, like wrestler-wise, how who makes it look better? Bret Hart or I don't even know who. A fucking just a, a back breaker on the knee was cool from Bret Hart. The suplex, Every, man. The excellence of execution. Did, everything he did was for a reason and there was no wasted yeah. movement. And if you had Mount Rushmore's of matches, if you put Bret Hart one hour match yeah. with Sean Michaels, yeah. that so is cool. the most, in my opinion, yeah. no, no, the Shawn Michaels one hour, iron, oh. one hour Iron Man match. Technically, to me, that is the yeah. most perfect match ever. The most overmatch would be Stone Cold versus Bret Hart, where Stone yeah. Cold got got blood and everything like that. But yeah. for technical execution, I, I believe the one-hour Iron Man match with uh, Shawn Michaels versus Bret was the best, most perfect wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. It was like fucking ballet. So, man, we talked about them right here. To complete my four for the WWF, you got to have this motherfucker, dude. It's Stone Cold! It's Stone Cold! It's Stone Cold! And he's fucking pissed! Dude. Whenever the glass would break, dude. How big was that pop, bro? Talk about a road warrior pop and this pop, that pop. How big was the pop when Stone Cold, would, the glass would break, bro? Oh, it was insane. It was like instant goosebumps on your body. It's like... Shh. That glass shatter is just like, God damn, something cool is going to happen. You know, be it come down in a Zamboni, come down in a monster truck, come down in a fucking beer truck, corn cement, Mick McMahon's fucking Corvette. If Stone Cold glass broke, you knew something fun was going to (laughs) happen. Hulk Hogan's number one, but man, I I think Stone Cold's right there, like 1A, number two, because... Fucking Stone Cold during this era, the Attitude Era and just, you know, the 90s and shit. 
Okay, but here we go. Everybody knew his name. People were buying. I saw, I was looking around, you know, just living, and people had those shirts, man. Austin 316. Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. What? Well, here's the situation. Bret Hart's number one on my WWE or my Mount Rushmore. Stone Cold's number two. And you know why? Why? Because Because of of Bret Hart. Putting him over, getting the fucking blood, and stuff like that. He's so number Bret two. Hart huh? is number one. Stone Cold is number two on the list. Listen, I know this. Uh, we were, you know, when it comes to Mount Rushmore, and if you had like five people on here, first of all, it'd be a clusterfuck. Oh, there'd, man. There'd be a lot of arguing and might be like fucking friendships lost because it's kind of a touchy <laughs> thing for wrestling fans, right? But um, oh, yeah. So, all right. So, who's your four, man? Who's your four? Brent, Stone Cold, who Andre else? the Giant, and Ric Flair. Rick for WWF, bro. No, no. I just mean for all time. Oh, for all time, it would be Brett. No, no. For WWF. For WWF. Yeah, for WWF. Bret Hart, Stone Cold, yes. Rock, and Andre the Giant. Really? If you smell what the Rock. Here he is, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, coming down the aisle, weighing in at 270 pounds of pure fucking muscle. Look, look at that motherfucker. <laughs> the Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, Know your role, motherfucker. <laughs> Imagine if he said that. In the explicit version, The Rock says, "Know your role, motherfucker." Yeah, that's that's a good that's a good one. I okay, well, a... homeboy eighty eight. Yes. Uh... <laughs> Where the fuck does John Cena fit on your list? He's an honorable mention, uh, like you had. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, when the WWE needed some help. And uh, the kiddies uh, were wearing John Cena shirts and all that shit. And he was on movies and he was appearing on like kids shows and shit. Listen, John Cena, you can't deny it. He almost he, he's almost in there. And man, I love them in the new um, movie, the um, Suicide Squad Part 2. He was Is it fucking, good? I haven't rented it yet. He was fucking awesome in it, bro. I was cracking up at him. He might be. Better than Batista, although I love him in movies, man. <clears throat> yeah, Batista's really good in movies, actually. He's like, really good. I've never seen Batista wrestle. If you had to watch a movie between The Rock, Batista, and um, John Cena, uh, who would you pick? Oh, The Rock, hands down. The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen The Jungle Cruise, bro? Is that the new one? Yeah, no, I haven't seen that one yet. But it's like it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Look, it, it's, you know, it's not bad. I was watching it, but no, I like his movies too. Batista's a bad motherfucker in movies, bro. I've liked uh, everything he's done. He killed it on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, uh, but most of Batista's movies, in yeah. my opinion, it's like Bloodsport Part 6. No, it's not. But meanwhile, no, like, The Rock would be... He, the Rock's the headliner in movies. 
somebody like Batista is like the sort of be real movie that's made like as the follow up to the A movie, you know, like Predator One and Predator Two, like Predator One with Arnold, Jesse, you know, fucking Apollo Creed, you know, all that shit. And then you had Part Two that had Danny Glover in it, you know, like Danny Glover's good and all. But out, number one totally outshines number two. <laughs> so if you okay. have a blockbuster movie starring The Rock, yeah. the sort of straight-to-video DVD version of the movie would be starring Batista, in my opinion. Fucking Jimmy T, man. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> well, we're going to end up having to do a second episode of this. Uh, so, hey, so, check babe, this hey, so check this out. Um, So for mine... Let's just recap. Hogan, San Martino, Stone Cold, uh, Bret Hart. For you, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, um, who? Again? For WWE? Uh, yeah. Bret Hart, Stone Cold, The Rock, and Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Why Andre the Giant for WWF? Because as far as I'm concerned, he passed the torch to Hulk Hogan. Even though technically it was the Iron Sheik, but that was even a little before my era. Okay. No, the Iron Sheik match was huge. Um, I remember as a kid watching that shit. And listen, man, WWF hasn't always been super exciting. They used to put no. it on they used to put it on USA Network and they would grab a hold and fucking hold it for five minutes, bro. That that's <laughs> that what it, that's what it was mainly. And then the main event would come out and that would be okay. And it'd be Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, I, I don't know what the uh, the episode would be called or the program. I forgot. And fucking, um, they must have played that Hulk Hogan Iron Sheep match over and over and over, bro. Yeah, I've probably seen it 15 times if yeah, I've seen they, it. Once. They put it over and uh, that was their guy, Hulk Hogan. And look at him, he exploded. All right. God the thing damn is it, terrible. bro. Even though you don't consider him WWE, if you look at through the timeline, yeah. Ric Flair, who's on my fourth spot for Mount Rushmore for overall, yeah, he's actually got more lo- years logged in with WWE than he ever had with WCW. Okay. Okay, bro. Uh, let's see if Jimmy T's here. Let's see. Nope. What an asshole. Anyways. <laughs> nah, All right, Jimmy good, T. He's a good, he's a good we, guy. We, we re-friended oh, no. one day and, and, and we're over it again. <laughs> we got fucking problems. We got problems again. God damn it. His five minutes are like an hour, bro. Give me five minutes is what he says. And it means give me an hour, right? I said give me 30. And then I said give me 10. And then I said give me five. And where was I? Right where right, I was Right to be. fucking here. And I was right here with my dog <laughs> feeding him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a little behind the scenes. Anyways, uh, all right, let's go over to WCW slash NWA. You know who's number one. You know who's number one, bro. Come on. This guy right well, here, and I hope I don't piss you off And Christopher Rams. This guy to me is the best there is, the best there was, <laughs> and the best there ever will be. Come on, bro. Woo! From Charlotte, North Carolina, here he is walking down that aisle. 
A lot of people love this guy. In the NFL, before they go out to play a game in the locker room, they go, Woo! This! To be the man, you gotta beat the man. And they say all his quotes, and they woo. Here he is. Nature Boy Rick Flair! Little girls looking at their mothers. Whatever the fuck that meant. <laughs> By the way, guess who joined us? Guess who fucking showed up? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Woo! <laughs> What Limousine the riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, willing dealing, son of a gun. Styling and profiling. Styling and profiling. Woo! Woo! You got the fucking four right here. Woo! Four horsemen, baby. Man, by God, Jane. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, holy smoke. We got a special guest appearance. The man let, from the other side of the fucking planet. I'll let you guys two mix it up for a sec. I gotta go rock a piss. Jimmy T, the DJ Mass Effect, and that's perfect that he left because we just did the WWF Mount Rushmore, and my names were Hogan, San Martino, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Bret the Hitman Hart, and his was Bret Hart, Stone Cold. Andre the Giant and uh fuck. <laughs> I forgot again. <laughs> no way. It was uh The Rock, The Rock, The Rock. So well, let me ask you something, Mr. Mr. Homeboy. Yep. Is this Mount Rushmore based off our opinions or yeah, is it based yeah. off who should be in the Mount Rushmore, not based off, you know, emotions, should I okay. say? In my opinion, it should be based on if you fucking put the picture up like to the whole world, who would be recognized because of their accomplishments in professional wrestling. Or, you know, even in the United States or whatever. I think Hogan, worldwide. Stone Cold, worldwide. Brought the Hitman Hart, Canada, United States, probably the world for professional wrestling fans. But if you went to like India and put and throw up a picture of Bret Hart, They'd be like, is that Gandhi with glasses? I don't fucking know. <laughs> right? Brett, Brett. <laughs> Bruno Santa Martino, I said it because he had the bell for like, what, five years in a row? Ten? I don't even know. Yeah, something like that. Shit. He, 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 helped, he was before my time. He helped build the WWF, as I told the uh, Tuttles. So give me your four for the WWF slash WWE, bro. All right, for me, and this goes, this is just from a personal fucking aspect yeah. and what I grew up with. Yeah. You have to put brother on there. Look at that. That's yeah. autographed. That's legit right there, by the way, homeboy. Hell yeah, bro. That's that's literally legit. But anyway, I would have to put Hogan in there, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. 100%. You'd have to put The Rock and Stone Cold only because they were the two biggest draws in professional wrestling history, let's be honest, right? Yeah. But the fourth one is is hard, man. It is. I'm, it is. I'm torn between Macho Man, Randy Savage, really, Ric Flair, Ric Flair. Uh, nah, fuck Flair because he was more NWA at the time. So I'd have to put Macho or Brett 
And, oh, man, I'd have to put Brett in there, man. I was a big Brett, Mark. I'm not going to lie, man. You know what I mean? He really was. Look, he might have not been the best talker in the game. But, boy. But. Yeah. <laughs> Coming down the aisle with his wife, Miss Elizabeth, weighing in at a <laughs> slim 240 pounds. Here he is. From Sarasota, Florida, Randy Macho Man Savage. Ooh, yeah, dig it. Ooh, yes, the Macho Man, the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, we got Tito Santana. And I gotta tell you, I was in the WWE for a cup of coffee. Yeah, you got me with the wagon steamboat on my back. I gotta tell you. Macho man is running well for Coco and yeah, it's all about the macho man <laughs> and my brother, that motherfucker, the fucking genius. <laughs> Snap into it. Snap into <laughs> a slip, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Take it. <laughs> yeah, we, we won't talk about his fucking weird, weird ass brother, man. You know, Lenny fucking Poffer. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, the genius was all right, but man, he was a jobber and a half. The, the genius is not gonna fucking uh, is not in, in anybody's list. I am the genius, and I have a poem. I tell oh, you that I live in Rome, and what I say for the WWF, I gotta say that I am the best. I don't fucking know, bro. The biased. It sounds like you're from the south there, bro. Nobody, What's going on? No, well, you're from really the south, fu- technically. Dude, my two men sounded like that. And then this guy sounded like that. I'm the genius. Yes, my brother Randy. I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> my brother Randy. Like that. Uh, I my used to love my brother Randy. We used to walk down the street and they said, are those guys twins? Dude, they looked a <laughs> lot alike, bro. A lot yeah. alike. Sort of, sort of. I mean, you could tell they were related, but Macho was like the cool-looking version, shall we say, whereas, whereas fucking Mr. Lenny Poffo, a.k.a. the genius, surely would have got slapped around the back of his head that back in high school, was, bro. That fucker was gold dust before gold dust, if you know what I mean. The K-K. natural, <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> dude, he would want, dude, he would walk around the ring like that, bro. Like, what the fuck is this gimmick, bro? To, to say he was a fairy back then, homeboy, is Listen. an understatement, bro. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, but you know what I'm saying. Nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. But um, all right. Hey, you're just in time. We switched over to WCW slash NWA. We already yep. did. You already did Ric Flair. He's in yours, right? Come on, bro. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and yours, Cuddles, and we already played theme song. Oh yeah, Ric Flair would be there for sure. Uh, all right. So, I think my number two for WCW. Oh, where the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong, dude? What happened? Where'd it go? Oh, crap. You know what? Can I put my number two as a tag team instead of an individual? Sure, but I I got my number two. I I know what you're going to say, Tuttles. I got got my number two queued up. It's right here, bro. Let's see if you guys know this guy. Is that Ding Dong? Ding Dong? What the fuck? Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) No, man. The man from Parts Unknown. Here he is, bro. Parts unknown. He was from Venice, California, bro. Venice Beach. What do you mean? Is that what they said? 
Yeah, yeah, he was from Venice Beach, always, California, bro. Always, always. Even when he had the fucking, like, he looked like a goddamn 80s character and shit. That's why he looked like that. It was the surface thing, bro. The surface thing at Venice Beach. Uh, I don't know. They never give him a good uh, intro, bro. You I didn't mind his original Sting thing, just quietly. <laughs> the man called Sting? Yeah, I the man called Sting. Sting. Really? Well, uh, I've never been a Sting fan, even WCW, WWF, yeah. current AEW product, TNA, anything. Yeah. I, I just, he's one of those dudes that just did not like. I don't know why. Yeah. Had nothing to do with heel versus face or anything. I just did not vibe off of Sting. But the reason I put him up there and is because for WCW, when you think of WCW, you think of Sting, right? He was the face of the product for a long yes. time. And even now, he, he's, yes, he, yeah. at the end, he showed up in WWF, but for the longest time, he was hardcore WCW. Oh, yeah, for sure. He was the face of the place until, like, yeah. Diesel and Razor showed up, and then Hulk Hogan, and then <laughs> sort of, you know, kibosh what he was doing a lot of. So, fuck it, I'll do my four. Flair, Sting, and uh, this motherfucker right here, bro. Dream. Dusty Rose gonna be good. I love a Hollywood. He's just a common man. Coming in with at sapphire. 560 pounds. <laughs> the man with the bionic elbow. Here he is in polka got trunks because they <laughs> fucked him over. Here he is, the American dream. Dusty Rose. Yes, baby. I have two sons in the game. And Cody Rhodes, I'm very proud of you, Bubba. You got eight, <laughs> you, and you're taking it to the top, brother. Oh, shit. Black or white. <laughs> Redneck <laughs> white. That's all right. Anyway. And then, the, and then the my last one. The sad part about this motherfucker. So I the got great Muta. No. Ricky the Dragon. Oh, Steamboat, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? You'd put him in your top five in, in, in WCW? Uh, <laughs> I mean, top four, sorry. He well, was who in else, bro? I had no idea he was even in WCW. No, he was. Oh, he had legendary feuds with uh, Rick with, Flair. Um, Rick Flair. Yeah, even Stone Cold, when he was stunning Steve, they had some yeah, man. good matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was right. great. He was great. So, was Flair... Flair, Sting, Rhodes, Steamboat for me. What are your guys' WCW and WA, bro? Me or you, Tuttles? I'll go first. Obviously, Ric Flair. Yep. Uh, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Hell yeah, bro. I'm going to put the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, as one person. Oh, yeah? And the Steiner Brothers as one Ooh, person. Not bad. But if you're going to add tag teams, I can't help but think, what about the Midnight Express? Not a fan. Well, I actually... I neither was I, really, but yeah. You know what? I'm going to have to agree with you on the Road Warriors, man, as one person. They were bad motherfuckers, uh, man. And here they are. And and if we did AWA, you got to put them in there. These guys were fucking dope, bro. Oh, shit. On the way to the ring, AWA. It was more boring than motherfucker. But you know what? When these guys showed up, you wanted to watch. Here they are from. And then. Where, Jimmy? 
<laughs> from Chicago, Illinois. From Chicago, Illinois. You don't want to run into him in a back alley. <laughs> Animal Hawk, the Road Warriors. Ah, oh, damn it. Did they get the biggest pop in the biz, or is that overstated? Dude, you know what? Tuttles is spot on. Sorry, Tuttles. I just want to say, the Road Warriors do deserve to be in that fucking Mount Rushmore. No doubt about it. But sorry, Tuttles. Continue on. No, no. 100%. Yeah, I I believe that a lot of, from my enjoyment from WCW, was some really good tag team stuff. And anytime the Road Warriors came out, it was just, it was, it was the, the LOD pop. There's the, there's a whole term just because of them. Like Absolutely. when the crowd explodes, it's the LOD pop, right? Dude. So Road Warrior pop. It's there's nothing more to say than that. I agree one hundred percent. You know what? Sticking with that, fuck it. Let's do Mount Rushmore for tag team just real quick. I don't have to play the music. All right, with tag teams, how about fuck we join yeah, all bro. the all the fucking organizations for this one? Yes, of course. Uh, but can what? I get my top four before we do the tag teams? Yeah, WCW, yeah. go for it. For me, you got to put Sting, but maybe because it was my time, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Stinger has to be in that no matter what. Ric Flair, obviously, there's no questions. Yeah. Flair's in there. But if we're going to do teams, you got to put the Horsemen in there too, man. Well, no, we'll do that in tag but, teams, bro. All right, the, all right. Horse, the Horsemen was sort of more of a faction, though. But yeah, you did well, have yeah. Paulie and Narn which definitely has to be put somewhere, especially in the team Mount Rushmore. Absolutely. Right. Wow. have to be. There's no doubt about it. But all right. But other than them, though, so I won't put the horseman there. I'll, I'll put, I uh, said Sting, Flair. Yeah. This is going to be controversial what I'm going to say right now, but the motherfucker moved the needle big time. Hate him or love him, and I hate him personally, right? Oh. But I'm not, this is not from an emotional, this is not an emotional Jesus. pick. This is just going by he should be in there. Don't kill me, boys. Especially to our listeners, because I'm going to get pitchforks right now. But you got to put fucking Goldberg in there, dude. Ooh, shit. You have to. You have to. I told you it was controversial. But you have to put Goldberg. I know. I I hate him too. But let's be real, man. He drew for that fucking company big time. You're right, man. When he you know came I mean? on, everybody fucking stopped. They ran to the television. Like, it oh, is what it is, shit. man. It, he it did is good. They were he did with... good for what he was doing, but for me, Goldberg was always just fake stone cold. Yeah, but see, to me, I, I don't see the resemblance other than they're both bald and they wear black trunks. Uh, shaved head, goatee, trying to be the biggest badass. Well, that's what I'm saying, other than that. But as a character perspective, I mean, they, they, they couldn't be further apart in my opinion yeah i don't know i just always seen him as fake stone cold but that's just me i i i don't know uh, everybody's opinions are different right no well, that's right i was always pro wwe fuck wcw type of person me too me too absolutely until until the war started anyway mm-hmm. Tuttles, did you do your four or are you done uh mass effect oh did i say four three i might have said three possibly flair sting goldberg Who's your last pick, bro? Yeah, I did say three, didn't I? Yeah. All right, the, the last one, man, another one that's that's tough, dude. I mean, and, and the thing about WCW, what made it more difficult for me? Eric Bischoff. No. Come, come that on. would be a good one, though, honestly. David he was Ar- a wrestler. But you could, right? David Arquette. You could. You could put Bischoff. 
dude, you could put Bischoff in there, really. You know what I'm saying? No. Nah. You really could. Well, he brought could. the company to the top for 83 weeks. If it wasn't for Bischoff, they wouldn't have beat WWE for 83 weeks, actually. that's That was actually a good point. And how it's, long did uh, WWF beat him? How many weeks? A thousand? Well, uh, <laughs> well but that's not the point. WCW were always that number two fucking spot really? forever you know what i mean yeah. sure a lot of the fans especially the smart marks would always look at wcw as the better in-ring product back then but come on you know what i mean but see the fourth one for me though is fucking difficult bro i mean it really is uh see that's always the hard ones the fourth one that's why i have like honorable mentions and stuff on my wwe list because right. You can bang off your top three, no problem. But to actually fill in the spot, it's like, holy fuck! Even Arn Anderson, like he was—that's uh, why I'm, I'm was on his shoulders forever. Well, I'm torn, dude. I really am torn. And you know what? Maybe I would put Arn in that fourth slot. Maybe Arn, possibly, what? man, possibly. But I'm torn, dude. You can even make an argument, and again, he's going to be controversial. But what about Lex Luger? Oh shit. Uh... I, I know he spent more time WCW and stuff, but no, I, I always always have him more of a WWE oh, guy. Oh, fuck. I, oh, not for me. I'm, but, I'm yeah. going back. I'm crossing out Rick of the Dragon Steamboat, and I'm putting Lex Luger, bro. Because I, know, I look, forgot he was about a, him. He was a he, crap worker, but fuck, man. No, he was, he was over. He was over, bro. Uh, he you know, was. Uh, yeah, Luger for sure, man. Tell yeah, Luger, what you for? Huh? Did you do your four? Yeah, it was uh, Ric Flair, the American Dream, yeah. and then I had Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, and then I had the Steiner Brothers. Oh, yeah. I forgot Fuck, about see, Dusty as well, dude. I'm trying to be a little bit different from both of you guys, but Dusty, it's either Dusty or Luger, man, for me. Well, I would definitely put Arn Anderson over Tully, Tully Blanchard. Oh, sure. definitely, 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 100%. 100 percent but you also got the other eras too like when uh fucking hall and nash came to wcw and See, you could do that off. too you can do that too and i would if i wanted to be straight up just me like little junior jimmy back in the day hall and nash would definitely be in my top four but yeah. i look at them as wwf guys more so than anything but wait you... wait wait jimmy what the fuck bro don't put luger well, in there we might have to scratch it off. Why? What about Jericho, bro? WCW? Nah, nah, nah. Not no? in WCW. Nah, nah. No? Uh, you can't. I, I, you can't. No. Are you sure? Yeah, you can't, man. He I mean, had he, a fucking run, run, bro. He was. It was great. And he was one of my favorites during that time. But but, but to be real, his run yeah. was only about two, three years, man, in WCW, really. Okay, here's the ultimate question. On all of our lists so far, how many of these people were ever cruiserweights? In our lists, like all, like all of our all lists? All these lists, all these people we've talked none. about, none of them were cruiserweights. Chris Jericho was a cruiserweight back in That's the true. day. I would never That's put true. him on a top four list for anything. Even if it was yeah. WWE, I still wouldn't put Chris Jericho in my top four for anything right now. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Not even for AW. What are you talking about? Who are you going to put? Orange fucking Cassidy? (laughs) Brian Cage is my top of the mountain right there because he's like my favorite. Yeah, but see, that's it. If we go by emotional picks, right, like, you know, based off our favorites, I think Mm -hmm. our top fours would look completely different. 
Oh yeah. Luck what's 100%. our uh, what's our time running in here, at, uh, homeboy? Um, let's see if it's still recording. Holy shit! Let's it's see. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, what are we sitting at? I don't know. Twenty minutes it says for me. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. All right, so, five minutes, and we got to wrap up this episode, and we'll revisit it again next week. Are you serious? Yeah, forty-five minute episodes. Oh shit! Is this okay. for your show, Tuttles? Yeah, for the WESN network, the uh, okay, Pro Wrestling right. Dungeon. Oh, cool. And I have I'm having big mic problems because I broke my mic, and and then he <laughs> hit it just before we started recording because his dog hopped up on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Yeah>. funny. It's <laughs> cool. Um, I can still do it. Fuck. Hey, quick okay. question: Are we doing an ECW uh, top four as well? Or no? Yes, we are, bro. We will oh, cool. save that yes, for we next. Are. So oh, we will so have a recap of where we are right now, and we will save the ECW for next week because the ECW I... one that can get pretty fucking hardcore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, man. That's are you true. Serious? All right, man. Wrap it up, Tuttles, and fuck. Yeah, hey. I'm no good at the wrap up. Okay, shit. you know that. I'll, I'll I wrap talk it up. As much as hey. you do. Oh, there he is. Hey, finally fucking <laughs> popped up and shit. Hey. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up for the PWD. Uh, sorry, uh, Jimmy T, DJ Mass Effect. I know it's close to the PWC. Nah, man. Hey, it's pro wrestling. Everything's got a PW in it anyway, oh. man. You missed let's, the beginning. Let's... It's pro wrestling dungeon because of the Heart Foundation, you know, Let... the dungeon. Which let's makes sense. A... And, and I totally thought that straight off the bat, that's why I like the name. So, yeah. Yep. So there's no more, no more beef between you two. It's squashed. There was no beef on my end, man. And like I said, there's no fucking point of fucking... It's right. over petty bullshit, Beautiful, man. There's no beef. Beautiful, beautiful. High-stress work environment. Stuff was said. Agree to disagree. Shit happens. Awesome. I love you, Jimmy T. I miss hanging oh, out with you. Oh, shit. And, oh, uh, thanks, oh, man. Beautiful, man. Likewise, appreciate it. So, ladies and gentlemen, this was part one of the fucking Mount Rushmore. Holy shit, I can't believe it. With... Uh, Tuttles and Jimmy T, DJ Mass Effects, and Jesus Christ, boys. All right. We just got to WWF and WCW. We're missing the tag team, ECW, and then the all in all in all, you know, for yeah. the whole shebang. But we'll do it on a part two. Yeah, and, stay tuned hey, for next week for Pro Wrestling what? Dungeon on uh, the WESN net- network. Maybe we'll uh, get fucking uh, Christopher Rams in here, too. Depends on his work schedule. That could be a very <laughs> good possibility. And thank you, everybody. And we'll... wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Where can we find you, Jimmy T? Yeah. Oh, sorry, oh, Jimmy. Oh no, I wasn't even thinking that. But you can find me at uh, at Hitting the Marks Wrestling uh, Podcast Network, where you can find the PWC, and also you can find us at thepwcnetwork.podbean.com. Please like and subscribe, and all yeah. over social media. So yeah, that's about I- it, man. And I got something to plug other than the Homeboy 88 podcast. Check that shit out. Hey, visit me on fucking Redbubble, all right? I actually sold something on Redbubble. I have Lucha, uh, Lucha Libre Legends on Redbubble.com. Search Homeboy 88 and all my mer- merchandise is there. Come on, motherfuckers. Make what's what's Redbubble? <laughs> Redbubble. sell and cups and stuff like that with your yeah. logo on it. Yeah, I'll send, you, I'll send you the link, bro. Yeah. I'm going to touch up some stuff, but uh, 
Yeah. What about you, Tuttles? Oh, can we find you, homeboy? Right here on the WESN Network and on Talk Hard on Podbean. Cool, man. And uh, thank you, boys, for doing this shit. Thank you, Jimmy T. Thank, thank you for having Tuttles. me on. Uh, we're out. Fuck. 45 minutes and we're out, bro. <laughs> One take pick. Holy shit. Alright, guys. Peace. But you know what, brothers? You gotta put fucking Hulk Hogan next week, or I'm gonna come there. Not gonna get you the fucking big food. I'm gonna hit you with the leg and get you with the one, two, three, just like the song did right there, brother. Woo! <laughs>